Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, it's a Friday. Happy Dan Patrick's Day. And the Danettes have turned against me. They have. Especially Fritzy, Fritzy feeling himself. I'm going to try to act like last hour didn't happen. I'm going to do my best to try to be professional. Turning against you is a little dramatic. In this particular instance yesterday, they took my side, and now you're turning into a poor Dan it's, kind of thing, which is not becoming on you. It's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I feel like a tree getting cut down on Arbor Day. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. We don't want you to feel that way. I know I don't want you to feel that way. That wasn't yeah, but the I do, idea Tom. behind this. But thing. I do. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Come on, we got two hours. Let's rally and smile and enjoy. We've got corned beef and cabbage, potatoes, Irish soda bread. How about, you know, I can't wait for Rosh Hashanah because then I'm coming after you. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're laughing now. I'm about to send you like 12 emails in the next nine seconds. <laughs> okay. Somehow. All right. Todd has a limerick. You have, what, what else do we have? And I did here? some research on this one. I didn't research John Morant, but I did some research on Irish terms. Okay. Yes, yeah, Seton, you have a question for me? I was trying to remember how we got here today. And I know it was 14 minutes in, but somehow everything was going fine. No, and I then yesterday got brought up somehow, and I'm not, I don't really understand. Well, I think I it was, um, I did Nux, and I apologize. It was it's sort of an apology yesterday to Todd. And then Todd brought it back that he was upset last night at dinner with his wife, driving home, he was upset. That's how I think we got here. That he, I thought we were okay, and I said, hey, you all right? And then I gave him Nux, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I thought that we were done with it. And then I realized that we weren't done. I, I was done with it. Todd was done. I went for a long walk yesterday because I had to, like, you know, I was in my feelings. And normally I'm very friendly to the neighbors and I just walked right past their houses. How you doing, Todd? And I just 
didn't even acknowledge them. Yes, yeah, so, so you berating Todd will actually cause him to go out for a long walk did, and actually, actually help his health. Yes. Look at you, helping Todd. I burned I, I'm calories. trying to make you healthier to live longer. I did have some M&Ms as soon as I got back from that walk. But when it all balances out, even Stephen. It's a meat Friday. Corned beef and cabbage, potatoes and carrots, soda bread with honey butter. Who has it better than we do? No. Nobody. Nobody does. How's your bracket? And yes, once again, damn you, Jay Billis. He told us Arizona. That was his pick. We all wrote down Arizona. And once again, the first thing I thought of when Arizona lost is they're the damn Chargers. Arizona, the Chargers of college basketball. Oh, do they tease you. Oh, they got, they got back. Oh, they got leadership there. Good guard play. And then Virginia. Virginia has won a national title and also given us a couple of the biggest upsets in NCAA tournament history where they were the victim. So Tony Bennett, you go, man, he can coach. He won a national title too. Man, Tony Bennett can't coach. He just lost to a 16 seed and then lost last night. Yes, Marv. Are people going to say that national title for Virginia was a fluke? Because look at all this. All these other teams ended up losing. Oh, okay, Virginia wins. Virginia's lost six times as a top five seed in the round of 64. That's more than any other school. Arizona, they uh, are the first number two seed to lose twice to a 15 seed. They lost to Santa Clara in 1993. And yes, I know other players played back then, obviously. And the last time an Ivy League team beat a Pac-12 team, that was Princeton in 1996, first round over UCLA. And the current head coach at Princeton was a player on that team, scoring eight points in the upset against UCLA. UCLA with a big win over uh, UNC Asheville. Alabama wins comfortably, but uh, Brandon Miller does not score in that game, which was surprising. Penn State over A&M, first tournament win for that school since 01. Uh, Texas a win against Colgate. So he had some fun yesterday. By the way, we uh, tape the gambling podcast every Thursday, Shea and Irving, Bad Larry, and Dylan, the graphics guy. It is a hoot because all I do is host and these guys make their bets. It's called Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble if you go to danpatrick.com. Now, there's a moment when we're taping it right after the show, West Virginia and Maryland are playing. And Shea has money on the game. And the game is going on. We're taping the podcast and it sounded like this. And then also Dan Formula One. Hit it. Hit it. Son of a it's early. There's, there's it's also 13 thir- minutes to go. We're no, okay. Too. Okay. What do you have in Formula One? Um, Lewis Hamilton, my guy. Top six finish, minus 280. Hit Isn't it. That, Isn't that... Will you stop? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's still 13-4. It's 13-4. Four four. Anything else? Oh, yeah. And also, uh, one unit on Fernando Alonso, fastest lap, plus 600. Uh, he's Aston Martin. <laughs> six threes in a row, Danny. Damn it. That's how it went for a little while there. And uh, we eventually get around to betting on the games, and uh, they bet on you know games today as well. Yes, Paul? I like it much better that you're betting on Formula One lap times. You're going that deep into the betting region. Well, Dylan is a really, oh. uh, he's a degenerate. Like, Dylan, Dylan has bet on lacrosse. He, he bet on it. He bet on. I didn't know that was available. I don't know if it is, but no, there is a money line. He took the money line on Denver against uh, Yale, in lacrosse. Oh, that bad. He's done cornhole. <laughs> These guys are looking for anything to bet on. And uh, and they do. They find it. Yes, Marv. 
my cheeks hurt so bad from doing that podcast yesterday. What's wrong? All three of them. And then uh, Bad Larry. <laughs> bad Larry will talk about, oh, and you know Johnny Sykes. Who? Come on, you know him. No, we don't know him. Stop saying that. Just say, I know a guy. Yeah, Marv helps record it. And he's just there trying to be quiet. And it's hard to because, you know, Shay, all, Shay comes in and all of a sudden he got a haircut. And I think Marv said, wait, you, you got a tattoo on your head? And he goes, yeah, I got two of them. And, and he's had it for years, but he has a really short haircut on the side and he's got what's what's one of the what he's got a tattoo he's got a gun oh yeah he's got like a gun with like his kids names on it yeah so well he's got his kids names on one tattoo and then he's got like a a razorback yeah a tattoo of a gun on his head yeah he's real he is the real deal he is real he is the real deal then he's got the tattoo on his belly what is that outlaw i think it says yeah, I thought it said Thug Life. He oh, was like, no, no, it's not He's Thug like, no, Life. It says Outlaw Marv. Yes. Yeah. So uh, you go to DanPatrick.com and it- Bell- belly tats. That's that's nuts because like if you get like one of those armbands, you can do some curls. Well, he's not in shape. Right. No, he's not in shape. I'm not saying that. But uh, kind of makes it even better. Oh right. man. Tell you what though, it's like Outlaw. He is a badass. He is the real deal. But it's a lot of fun. So Dan Patrick takes a gamble. And uh, if you if you got like 20 minutes uh, just to be entertained, and make sure you're not at work or you have headphones on because Jay uh, usually blurts out, him and Dylan blurt out something. All right, poll question for hour two, Seton, is going to be... NSFW? Yes, really? yes, uh, very much so. Yes. Wowzers. Okay, um, sir. Okay, well... Let's see. I'll update you from last hour, Dan. We had uh, what shape is your bracket in? How much? Uh, how many teams of your final four do you still have left? Sixty-five percent have four. Thirty percent have three. Mm-hmm. Uh, this hour, I was just going to keep running with the uh, current topic. Who's more oh. responsible for today's argument? Since oh. you guys are all arguing, uh, your choices are not yesterday, but today. Right? We established you you were responsible for yesterday. Wait, what? What's to, today's argument? I felt like you and Fritzy just spent the last hour arguing. Was that wrong? We did, but that's off yesterday. Yeah, but now that's but now we're talking about today's argument, which has been the last hour of the show. Who's more responsible uh, for today's argument? Dan, Todd. I'm gonna throw Paul in there because he's always stirring the drink thanks somewhere. For, thanks for the credit. I actually yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, or Jay Billis, oh. since he clearly ruined everyone's day. Yeah, damn, <laughs> damn you, Jay Billis. Yeah. Uh, who do you like to win it all, Jay? I uh, like Arizona. Okay, well, I'm going to write that down. Final four. Yeah, I'm going to write that down. Yes, Paul. I, I got another, I don't know if it's a poll question much, but I was listening to uh, another show we like today and uh, this morning, and some people don't root for upsets after the first upset. So, like, let's say Furman advances. Who do they got next? San Diego State? Furman? <laughs> so let's say Furman advances and they get Alabama, a one seed versus a 13. Do you want Furman to take out Alabama or is two wins enough for Furman, and then let's get back to the big guy? Well, that's usually what happens. Yeah. Usually, but then... We like you for a weekend. But then there's those occasional the George Masons and yeah, the names that we know. There's a woman that you might like for a weekend, oh. and then there's a woman that you like, you know, a lot longer than that. I, but Okay, now... And that's the Cinderella team. We like it, okay, there's two games, you get uh, a lot of exposure nationally, and then after that, we wanted to get back to, okay, these are the best teams. But Loyola, a couple years ago, they made the Final Four, right? Yes. That was extreme, Loyola of Chicago. Yeah. 
Like now George Mason, yeah. uh, Butler, a couple but of times. Butler always felt like they were on the on the cusp of not Same. being a mid major and not a true Cinderella because yeah. they were too good of a program. But they got to the the finals two years in a row. Butler felt like a Midwest version of Gonzaga. Yeah, where you go? Right. No, they're they're good. Well, they they used to be. They're not anymore. Yes, Mark. I'm with Paulie there because Butler, unlike a lot of those schools like Loyola, Chicago, or George Mason, they had NBA players, legit NBA players on those Butler teams. Yeah. So you could see, all right, I see why they're going deep. But I think you want them almost like at the Elite Eight, but I don't want you in the Astrodome or wherever, whatever dome the Final Four is being played. All right, the Elite Eight is probably where I want you to, want, where I want you to stay. It'd be tough to be in the Astrodome, but I know what you're saying there. Reliant Stadium? Yeah, yeah, it's not. Whatever. It wouldn't be the answer to SoFi, whatever it's called. All right. Thank you, Mark. Yes, Paul. I, I heard a host this morning saying that, like, you, you want Furman to go two rounds, but not to the Final Four, because that's bad for the tournament and bad for fan interest to not have the heavyweights in. I, I disagree with that. I think if there's one true Cinderella, it brings out the Good Morning America crowd and the people mm. who don't watch basketball mm. crowd. The, the, uh, you need three heavyweights, and if you can get one true Cinderella, I think that's ideal. As long as they don't get blown out. It's the, the same thing that I look at with the Final Four in college football. Yeah. When Cincinnati got in, hey, you deserve to get in. You're not the same level with these other programs, and I hope that you play a competitive football game. Because I remember when Hawaii got into uh, – remember they were playing a big bowl game, and they got blown out. Was, uh, was Colt Brennan the quarterback back then? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, they got blown out. And, you know, then it's it, it almost like it sets the program back from the standpoint of, oh, they're not big time, even though they had a great year. But, you know, that's all I want. I, if, if you play that, you, you make it competitive. Yes, Mark. This year might be weird because, okay, Alabama and Houston are really good this year. Now, people that haven't watched college basketball at all, mm-hmm. they're at the Final Four, and you're like, oh, who's in it? You know, Alabama, Houston, like. They're good at basketball, so it's not Kentucky, Duke, Carolina, and Furman. I think you need, like, three traditional blue bloods and then a Furman type. Uh, Josh in Montana. Hi, Josh. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. How's it going? Good, Josh. Good. Hey, uh, I got my son here who uh, doesn't celebrate St. Patrick's Day. It is Dan Patrick's Day. He wants to say happy Dan Patrick's Day. Okay. You want to say it? He's a little shy. Well, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, Dan. Okay, and that's it. Just helping out with Josh on St. Patty's Day. Don't embarrass me in front of Dan. (laughs) Say it. We rehearsed this all night last night. Say it. You just said it five times. Now you get on the phone. He can't say it. (laughs) You're better than that. You're four years old. Come on. Give me that cookie back. (laughs) It's my one chance to get out of here. You blew it, kid. Yeah. Happy Dan's Patch Day. Open your mouth when you speak. It's a happy occasion. You sound depressed. Happy Dan Patch Day. Then, then he goes to the wife. Then he goes to the wife. Do you see what your kid did on national radio? Yeah. Your kid. Todd, you got a limerick for me? I kind of do. Okay. I, I want to make the kid feel a little less worse than he does now. So you do a limerick. Should I read it the way that that kid would read it? No. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, I want you. Okay, here we go. It's going to be bad no matter. Enthusiasm. I mean, I mean enthusiasm. Here we go. What's the topic? It's St. Patrick's Day. It's not about like something happening in sports. It's just a St. Patrick's Day limerick about the day. Okay. 
Nothing queued up a sports okay. man. Right. Okay, okay. Give it a lash, the bagpipes and beer. It's time to get fluttered with cheer. And with green on our backs, we must run to the jacks. Ate too much corned beef and cabbage, I fear. Okay. Give it a lash means give it, give it a try. All right. And, uh, fluttered means, you know, drinking, maybe too much drinking. And running to the jacks would be running to the restroom. So hopefully that uh, helps understand so, where I was going. So with these are Irish terms. Yes, give it a lash, fluttered, and the jacks. Okay. And what's... Uh, Todd, T-O-D. T-O-D. Isn't there an expression about yeah. T-O-D? Is that going to a bar alone? Yes. When you're, when you're alone and by yourself, everyone's having fun and you're by yourself, you're like well, on the Todd or something. Yeah. Like well, M-D. I was on the Todd quite a bit. You were? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. But we're behind that. Yeah. It's Happy Green Day and St. Patrick's Day. No, it's not Happy Green should Day. Should we play some Green no, Day? No, we should not. Marvin, what do you think? Maybe we Stay in your lane, Todd. Sometimes I give myself the creeps. <laughs> Kind of regret sticking up for Todd earlier. Okay. <laughs> Wake me up when September ends. <laughs> Green Day. Hey, uh, a song from no, Green no, Day. he's your guy. You guys got Fritzy today. Enjoy. On holiday. Team Fritzy. <laughs> yes, Paul. On my Todd translates to being on my own. People say that they're going out alone or just alone in the general sense. Not necessarily a negative thing. It comes from Todd Sloan, a jockey whose parents were out of the picture. He was a famous Irish, uh, I guess, horse racer. Okay. Uh, my, my Jason, Utah. Hi, Jace. What's on your mind? 59170. Just always curious why you guys say who and uh, suck it, Fritzy. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Jace. Yeah. <laughs> How did we start with? Oh, no. It was who stats. Who stats. Who stats. Do you want? Tell me, tell me, tell me who stats. Who's. What, Todd? No, no, I'm all upset about this suck at Fritzy comment they got to sneak in there. Are you okay? I am. I'm fine. I'm actually fine. Okay. Uh, how about we take a break? Uh, we got bagpipes, I think, coming in here. And kilts and all that good stuff. Like why? What, what do you mean, why? I'm excited when they show up in the kilt. <laughs> Show up in the kilt. Uh, I always pretend I'm dropping something on the floor. I like when they bring the kilt. What does that mean? He wasn't even sure if he should have shown up. Let's take a break here. Oh, our good buddy Ross Tucker, who went to Princeton. He's going to be, he, he could take a victory. That's lap. all we do. Shoot threes <laughs> and eat mustard. Glad Dan booked me. Let's take a break. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Our good buddy, Ross Tucker, Westwood One CBS Sports, NFL, college football analyst, and Princeton grad. And as Princeton was ready to pull off the upset against Arizona, this is what it looked and sounded like from Ross Tucker's household. I get beer! So that's uh, Ross Tucker's reaction yesterday (laughs) with uh, his daughters. They get ice cream, he gets beer. Uh, Ross, congratulations, but uh, help me understand this. You had Princeton beating Arizona yesterday, but in your bracket, you somehow have Arizona winning the next two games after that. Do you realize that? Yes, I do. I don't know if that's allowed or not. I was actually going to try to get a ruling uh, about that from you. Mm. Uh, first of all, by the way, that video you just showed and played, I got in trouble from my wife about that. She was not real keen on me telling the girls that I got to get beer because Princeton won and then posting that mm. on social media. Here's the deal, Dan. I felt like I had to pick Princeton. Because they're my alma mater, I want to support them, but I also want to win the Dan Patrick Challenge. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to do very well in it. So 
I, what was I going to do? Pick Princeton to win that one when Arizona might go to the Final Four, might win the whole thing. So I picked Princeton to win the game, but then I had Arizona <laughs> in future practice. Am I allowed to do that? Uh, yeah, you can, but it doesn't it doesn't help you. I, I'm going to have to check with the rules official. You might be DQ'd by putting Arizona to win the next two games after losing last night. Yeah, I don't know. Usually the scoring system is like you get one point first round, two the next, three the next. So I thought, okay, um, I'll go with Princeton, but then I want to get Arizona in case they're as good as everybody says they are and they keep winning. We, uh, we're we in a quandary here because great story. Princeton knocks off you know a great team, uh, or at least the potential to be a great team. And then we wonder, is Princeton a Cinderella story? I mean, they you get into Princeton like you already won in life, <laughs> right? You're, no, no question. Okay. No question. It's funny because I saw some people tweeting about how much money the Arizona boosters put into NIL for Arizona basketball, you know, for the Arizona Wildcat players to get money. Princeton, I can tell you right now, Dan, there is no NIL. What I always tell people is you don't get money like under the table. You get business cards. And I'm just telling you, Dan, they're way more valuable o- over over your lifetime. The business cards that the alumni hand you after a game, way more valuable than whatever these guys are getting for NIL or, you know, cash in an envelope or whatever. Well, congratulations. Thank you, man. That was awesome. I mean, you know how it is. That that was very, very cool. And you know what? A lot of people don't know this, Dan. My junior year of high school, when I first started getting recruited, I actually took a visit to a Princeton basketball game and then that's when they beat UCLA. That's when they beat the defending national champs. That was actually like a a decent factor in me choosing to go to Princeton over Harvard or William & Mary or some of the other ones was I thought they were like the athletic Ivy League. You know, they beat UCLA in hoops. They won the Ivy League in football. So, And then my freshman year of college, they, they were a five seed. And they won the first round, and they lost to Mateen Cleaves in Michigan State in the second round. So brought back a lot of good memories yesterday. And so cool, as you know, to experience it with my daughters who are at like a cool age where they loved it. It was great. All right. Well, let's move on to football, NFL football, free agency here, compensation package for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, if you're looking at time frame for this, like the logical time frame to get this deal done for both sides so both sides can benefit this year, with the draft pick by the Jets for the Packers. Rodgers gets there, gets acclimated with the you know his new teammates. Where do you see this finally landing? Yeah, I think it'll get done by the draft, and I think it'll get done before then. I just kind of think it's funny. First of all, I don't really understand. Dan, how did they not talk about this last week? Like, how did the Packers and Jets not say, hey, let's work out? First, they could have talked about it and worked out the provisions of a trade before they even let Woody Johnson and the Jets fly out to California. But you know what? Maybe the Packers were smart. Maybe the Packers thought, hey, let's let them get all involved. Let's let it get out. Let's leak that they go and they meet with him to try to get the Jets fans in a, in a frenzy so we can get even more out of this. But to me, the Jets screwed up by not agreeing to terms of the Packers before this week even happened, before Rodgers officially told them, he wanted to play football for them. But I also don't really buy this. Packers have so much leverage. Listen, that switches the second Aaron Rodgers tries to show up for the first day of the Packers offseason program. Now, I don't think he would do that, 
But the Packers don't even want to let it get to that point. They don't want to take the chance that Aaron shows up. Then if he gets hurt, I mean, it's, it's a mess. So I think my guess is it'll get cleared up well before then and certainly before the draft. The Lamar Jackson situation, he tweeted out where he said, congratulations, Orlando Brown Jr. got a contract with the Cincinnati Bengals. And then he's basically said he put everybody on notice that 31 teams are going to regret this not going after him. Okay, who's going after Lamar Jackson? And if, if so, why haven't they, you know, why hasn't there even been a hint, a sniff of this is a team that is preparing an offer here? Well, nobody's going to go after him, in my opinion, and I'll tell you why. If you remember a year ago, okay, Deshaun Watson told the Browns, you're out, you're out. I'm going to Atlanta or New Orleans. The only reason the Browns got back in it is because they offered him the five-year fully guaranteed deal. So we know from the Deshaun Watson situation a year ago that Atlanta wasn't willing to do it. New Orleans wasn't willing to do it. In fact, from what we know, Dan, Jimmy Haslam and the Browns were the only team willing to give that kind of contract. There was significant backlash among the owners from it. And Deshaun Watson didn't look real great last year. So it's not like that spurred on more teams to, hey, they did it, but it was worth it. We have no evidence yet that it's worth it. Plus, now you have to give up two first-round picks to give that to Lamar. And I think deep down, everybody knows that the Ravens would just match it. You know, I don't think Bashadi wants to be the guy that gives out the fully guaranteed deal and has all the other owners mad at him. But if somebody else does, then he'll just match it and he'll say to the other owners, hey, it's not on me. It's on Daniel Snyder or whoever for giving that to him. I just had to match it to keep my guy. In other words, Lamar has more value to the Ravens than any other team for a bunch of – I mean, he's by far the most popular person in Baltimore. They've built the whole organization around him. I think the Ravens are going to match what anybody else would give, and this way they can say to Lamar, hey, Lamar, you're on the market. Lamar, you're out there, and and let him see what he does from there. I still would love to see Daniel Snyder on his way out because the report is that he's cleared out everything from his office, that he's ready to sell this team that you bring in Lamar Jackson, uh, Washington fans would actually have something positive to say about Daniel Snyder, that you got your quarterback, and Daniel Snyder doesn't care what it's going to cost because he doesn't have to pay it, and then he's going to walk away with a you know $7, million, or $7 billion for his team. You know what I think is so interesting about that? And you're right. Um, first of all, you know they just gave Brissett $8 million guaranteed, so I don't think they're going to also go for Lamar, but I know a lot of people that wanted them to. I think it'd be fascinating if they did. I do believe, by the way, that the Ravens would match that. But I wonder how the prospective owners, you know, the bidders for the Washington franchise would feel about that. On the one hand, maybe they would feel great. Hey, we got our quarterback, franchise quarterback locked up for the next five years. On the other hand, that's a significant Yeah, but you know, what would Jeff risk. Bezos care about that kind of money? If he got his quarterback and Daniel Snyder was willing to sell that team to him? I don't think it has a big factor either way. I guess my question would be, is it a little bit of a benefit? Like, does Snyder get a little bit more money for it? Or is it considered a risk or a liability and Snyder gets a little bit less money for it? I don't know that. 
Always good to talk to you. Good luck with Arizona moving on in the tournament there. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I deserve that. I deserve that now. Thanks, man. Westwood One CBS Sports Analyst, Ross Tucker Football Podcast, and social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Yeah, I saw where he was excited, jumping around. He gets beer, kids get ice cream. I mean, come on, his wife has got to go. Like, his daughters are going to wait. Dad gets beer? I mean, I would have been yelling out, tequila, (laughs) medicinal. You'd have taken the kids out for beer. (laughs) Yes. I would have taken them to Hooters. I would have had beers. Yes, Paul. I like to give us credit. We booked Ross Tucker before the results of the game, before I think even tip-off. Yes, we did. Yeah. Anticipatory? Uh, I'm going to give Todd all the credit for that. He did a wonderful job. Forward thinking. about everybody? How about that for Todd? Big picture. Yeah. Thank you, Todd. I don't need to be patronized. Did a wonderful job. Uh, Jim in Santa Barbara. Hi, Jim. What's on your mind today? 59180. Pleasure to meet you and talk to you, Mr. Patrick. Thank you, Jim. Um, just wanted to call about the format change that you guys have done. Um, I'm sure it's to help you win your, your Emmy, but, mm. you know, the Todd Fritz featuring Dan Patrick and the three soft Toddettes. I'm not sure that's going to win it for you. You know, my wife's like, you don't seem happy. I'm like, I retired this year. I'm looking forward to hearing that third hour. And I'm ready to go back to work, Dan. Anyway, (laughs) I just wanted to weigh in on whose fault it was. Okay. For yesterday. Okay. Happy uh, St. Patrick's Day. Wait, is it my fault or Todd's fault, Jim? Oh, damn. You got the narcissus there. Come on. Have you looked up the definition of what a narcissus is? For Christ's sake, it's someone who's looking for their self-worth and are easily upset by the slightest criticism. Uh, you have anyone in there that kind of resembles it? Yeah, Todd. It still didn't narrow it down, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that yeah. could be all of us there. Absolutely. Thank you, Jim. And what's a narcissist? A narcissist is close to a narcissist. but It's a little slightly different. That was my nickname because I was a great passer in, in uh, high school. I was the narcissist. That was on Wheel of Fortune. There are 19 S's. <laughs> I'm still not sure. Yeah. Was he saying that I was the narcissist? No, I think he was taking a shot at me. Shot at me. Narcissist. <laughs> narcissist. Hey, I'm going to stick up for you, Todd. Hey, Jim, I don't care if you listen to that third hour. Yeah, why don't you go back to work? Yeah. Jim. Jim. Because he said, and if you give the person the slightest (laughs) bit of criticism, they can't handle it. So he was definitely coming after me. Yeah. Uh, Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. Happy St. Dan Patrick's Day. Thanks for taking my call. Dan, to get back to your daddy robe real quick, I got to say, you got to wear that when Nick Wright makes his next appearance. Just let him know you're his daddy. I think your wife got that for you but secondly um was todd trying to set up the celebrity bracket or was he a young boy hoping to get his bar mitzvah list filled up like he did for his kids but he was looking back on his own so guys just a few little outlooks on those and i and i do have a tourney stat of the day okay Woo! 
with their upset win last night. Penn State got their first March Madness win since 2001, like you mentioned. But guard Andrew Field of Funk set the school record for the highest scoring NCAA tournament game with 27 points for the Nittany Lions. I can add to the stat of the day. The last time Penn State won a tournament game, the opposing team's leading scorer is a future Hall of Famer in another sport. I'll say that again. The last time Penn State won an NCAA tournament game, the opposing team's leading scorer was a player who will be a future Hall of Famer in another sport. Paulie? Tony Gonzalez from Cal? No. Oh. Good guess. Marv? Antonio Gates? No. Good guesses. Back row, you got anything? You even listening, Todd? I was. I just can't think of somebody as okay. far as a football player. All right. Seton, you got one? No. Julius Peppers. Whoa. Oh. Would not have guessed that. North Carolina versus Penn State. I don't recall him getting that much play time. No. Well, maybe he got too much playing time because they lost to Penn State. <laughs> We're the basketball player. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris in South Carolina. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. How's it going? Oh, great, Chris. We're just having a wonderful day here. Yeah, I, I could tell. So yesterday I want to piggyback on the Furman game a little bit. I was listening to the game, and I was seeing where they had shipped their pet band overseas to Ireland because they weren't expecting to be in a tournament. So they brought in a pet band from my little college that was 10 miles away. They mentioned my college, North Greenville University, and I'm thinking, wait a minute. CBS is our one shining moment, and they totally botched the name, said the wrong university, Uh and it was pretty funny. uh, But anyway, I want to tell uh, Seton that if you guys lose the sports semi this year, I'm going to take six pies to the face Mm. instead of one. Remember last year, my dog – Came over, licked the pies up off the pool, and <laughs> yes. the pool, and my yeah. daughter was, her son was trying to do that. So, uh, all you right, want some of that. Yeah, Seton will take that. Yeah, I'll take that. All right, thank you, Chris. Yeah, Chris's dog came over, started licking the pie off the uh, pool deck there. And it's it's not you know <laughs> if we don't we don't win it we don't lose the sports Emmy we may not win it we don't lose it. I think that's the approach that I have on this. Yeah, that's true. Like, everybody's a winner. It's just nice to be nominated. See, if we don't get nominated, then I would be that's really... That's a loss. That's, that's when I would be really disappointed. I think that's like in a week and a half. Oh, okay. I just want to be nominated. But the nominations come out in like a week and a half? I, usually it's by before April 5th. Oh, yeah. dear. Yeah. Turn on that. Yeah, that, that's... <laughs> and it's usually right after the show ends, I think, that it comes out. I think our first nomination, we were in Houston doing the final four shows, and we got the note when we were out shooting stuff, like scenics and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. From what I recall. Yeah. DraftKings right now is taking odds on April 6th if Todd has a good day or not. The nominations come out April 5th. Oh, they do come out April 5th? Well, we're just... It's just... Oh, we're just... Spe- oh, it's just... I'm joke. just making a joke. Oh. About <laughs> you're going to be in a good mood that day or not. Was the... <laughs> Yeah, that's on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the problem. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> can we pull this together? We have an hour and 20 minutes. Can we... Can we... Are we crushing it today? Is this good content? Y- yeah, it is. Good it radio. is? This is good radio. 
Okay. Remember, radio either has to be really good or really bad, and even really bad is very entertaining. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Hmm. Okay. It's not created tension. It's real tension. It's always the best. Well, there, yes, it is real tension. And the fact that Todd, you know, because people say, was Todd really upset? Yes, Todd was really upset yesterday. And moping. And I can't get him out of that mood, even if I go over there and, and you know, say, you all right? Yeah. And I said, Okay. I even offered you some of Seton's lunch you that did. I stole from Seton. That you did. I'm like, you want some chicken? It's Seton's. <laughs> and then you thought I was taking a shot at you because you once took Seton's pizza without even telling him. Just take my lunch. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. right in front of him, you did that. How about, how about we take a break? The bagpipers are here. New Haven County Firefighters Fire Fire Association. And uh, if you're uh, watching on Peacock, the uh, bagpipes are going to be blasting here. We'll take a break back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. If you're watching on Peacock, and I hope you are, our streaming partner, you got a chance to see the New Haven County Firefighters Association, the Emerald Society. They've been with us the last couple of years. You bring the bagpipes in, and all of a sudden I got tears. And uh, it's great stuff. They sound great. Uh, they will play one more song, I think, coming up uh, during the live look-in coming up here. Can we turn off the microphone that's on out in the uh, field house there? want to make sure nothing slips by here with uh, our sensors. All right, so there we go. So the uh, bagpipes, uh, we'll have them uh, play one more song coming up uh, next commercial break. All right, uh, we have a new poll question, I believe, that uh, Paulie's doing the honors. Here you go, Dan. Uh, article today, kind of a surprise article, actually late last night from Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN. Charlotte Hornets owner Michael Jordan is engaged in serious talks to sell his majority stake in a franchise, his franchise, basically. Uh, to whoever, blah, 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 blah. But it was kind of uh, surprising. The, uh, the sale's not yet completed. Jordan will still have some min- uh, power in the team, but he will not be the majority owner. He will not be in control of the team, control of decisions anymore by selling the team. All right, going around the room, why do you think Michael Jordan is selling the team and selling it now? Because he doesn't want to show up and have to watch that product every night. He looks miserable. You think that's it? It's just <laughs> it would for me. It's no more not fun anymore. If it's if it's not about money, but I have to go there and I have to watch this team. Um, now's the time to sell. Feels like you know market's good. If there's a recession coming, why not get rid of the team? You still have a minority share there. You still get to go to games if you want to. I don't even know if he wants to go to a game. And then everybody gets to sit and watch you be miserable. I, I could be thinking of a lot of other things I'd want to do. Now, I'd like to own a team. I just don't. You imagine if you own a really bad baseball team and there's 162 games. You have to go to those games. And then people, if something happens, good or bad, they're looking at you. And it'll probably be bad. Yeah, Paul. Michael Jordan took over basketball operations with the Hornets in 06. Since 06, they finished. It was on this date, I think. Oh, man. I think it was on this date when he took over the Hornets. Maybe that's the reason he's selling. He saw that on his calendar. Oh, do you think? Oh, that's right. I own the Hornets. I'm going to sell. They've had four seasons out of maybe 18 where they're above 500. Wait, here it is. 2010, Jordan becomes the first ex-player to be a majority owner. The Board of Governors unanimously approved his bid to buy the Hornets, uh, Bobcats, at $275 million. That was on this day. They okay. made the playoffs three times out of in 16 years, and in all three of those, they were bounced in the first round. They haven't made a playoff since 2015-16. Yeah. 
It's almost hard to do in the NBA. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think he just, like, why? But there is an unbelievable cachet of him being one of the earliest owners. I mean, that it really sets him apart. But he did it. Yeah. Now LeBron might be the next guy to do it. But I would say with, you know, Mike has done it, you sell it, and you don't have to show up and watch that product on the floor. But I don't know if Jordan, you know, Jordan makes, what, $100 million from, you know, Air Jordan? So he makes $100 million from Nike every year. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if owning a team was something he felt like he was supposed to do rather than wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, I think do. that's a great point. Yeah, I think that the NBA looking for diversity, minorities, and then you have Michael Jordan, and he has the money. Uh, that, you know, you got a team in North Carolina. He went to North Carolina. He's from North Carolina. Makes a lot of sense. Yes. And we say it about every retiring great. Either they're getting into broadcasting or, oh, no, they want to get into ownership. Or, yeah, or management. Or, yeah, yeah, or management yeah, or something, yeah. you know. Jordan just turned 60. He plays a whole lot of golf. Got a pretty good gig. I don't know how old his daughters are, his young daughters. But uh, I don't know if that factors into any of this. But seems like Mike's got a pretty good gig. I just can't imagine. You get in your sports car and you got to go and sit and watch those guys play basketball. <laughs> like, you have to go. Because you're, hey, the owner's not going. Why do I want to go? Yeah, Mars. They've just been terrible for so long. And he's just whiffed on so many draft picks. Yeah. And they just see the pick after. The year they're supposed to get Anthony Davis, they got the number two pick and it became Michael Kidd Gilchrist who's not even in the I league know, anymore. I know. You're just like, oh. Didn't Michael, Michael uh, Kid Gilchrist have a triple-double his first game? I know he had a nasty-looking jumper, though. Yeah, he couldn't shoot. He, he could not shoot. Oh, Yes, Todd. And when you're that super competitive and you can't understand yes. why they can't do the things <laughs> you used to do or even half of what you used to do when you played? That would drive – oh, that has to drive him crazy. Yep. Yeah. You're watching this. You're going, can't you guys do anything? Why aren't we better here? But, uh, yeah, selling the uh, majority stake there, he'd still be a minority owner. All right. When we come back, more phone calls. Oh, Todd has got his St. Paddy's Day sports-related names. Yay! At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.